This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome in March to match day, getting you ready for the upcoming Atlanta United match. My name is Jason Longshore, and this is something that hopefully will be issued to you in a variety of ways before every Atlanta United match that we broadcast on 92.9 The Game or on Star 94. That starts tomorrow with the first preseason match of 2023 Atlanta United Heading up I-75, just a little short trip to Chattanooga, Tennessee to face Chattanooga FC of NISA, third division professional club. The preview will kick off at 2.30 tomorrow on 92.9. The game, Five Stripes Countdown, will be followed by kickoff right around 3 p.m. Full-time report will follow. You'll be able to listen to that whenever you want on demand if you are a subscriber to Off the Woodwork, which is our podcast network where you'll get Stoppage time every Wednesday where you will get Atlanta soccer tonight, late night on Monday nights, sometimes maybe early Tuesday morning, depending on the kickoff times. And you will get March to match day, along with all of the other content when Atlanta United personalities are on the radio station. Like earlier this week, and I hope you go back and listen to the interviews with Brad Gazan with Garth Lagerway and with Gonzalo Pineda with Dukes and Bell when they were at the Children's Healthcare of Atlanta training ground Wednesday afternoon. So today, we're going to get you set for Atlanta United game one of preseason in Chattanooga tomorrow. You're going to hear from players. You're going to hear from Gonzalo Pineda on March to match day. And today, you get to hear from, first up, Atlanta United newly signed homegrown center back Noah Cobb followed by Andrew Gutman, and then followed by the manager himself, Gonzalo Pineda. What are some of the things that like guys like Miles and Wando are telling you? Um, they're really just telling me, you know, how to stay grounded um, with coming into the team, keeping your feet on the floor, and, and just taking it day by day because it can be an intimidating environment sometimes with being a young guy with older guys. Um, but they've been really good to me um, to try to help me, like, work in and, you know, sitting with them at lunch, sitting them with – uh, with them at the meals, so it's been good to have those guys. What's the biggest difference for you being in preseason in 23 versus last year? Um, I think I better understand the guys. Um, you know, I, I've gotten to know the guys over the past year or so, so it's not like I'm completely stepping into something just completely brand new where I don't know anybody. Um, so I think that's really kind of helped me hit the ground running. How would you assess your season last year with the twos? 
Um, I think I grew in a lot of ways. Um, I think I think I performed well. I mean, it was a long season, you know, with, with results and stuff, but I think, you know, having to become a leader and um, help out some of the younger guys was, was a really big step for me, and I, I think it's really going to benefit me in the future. What do you hope to accomplish in this first preseason? Uh, I think just getting 45 minutes under our belt, um, you know, practicing what we've been working on the last few weeks, and then, you know, after that, reviewing it and making it better. When you look back at last year uh, defensively, there were a lot of uh, critical mistakes that kind of led to soft goals, easy goals. Um, as a group, how have y'all looked back on that year and how do you correct it this year? I think one big thing is having Brad back. Um, you know, Brad holds everyone accountable. Um, you know, and just his presence and his voice makes you a little bit more aware. But at the same time, I think it just comes down to, you know, personally, you know, having that, you know, that drive to not let up a goal, whether that's, you know, put your body on the line or run back 20 yards because maybe someone else is tired. Um, so I think it's just personally everyone's stepping up in their own way. And, you know, collectively, if we do that, then it'll be a hard team to, to score on. One of the things we talked about early last year was you contributing more in the attacking half, and that definitely came to fruition as the year went on. Did anything change? Was it just you know taking advantage of the opportunities? Yeah, I think uh, at the beginning half of the season last year, I was I just kind of missed a lot of chances. Honestly, I think I should have scored more, and um, you know with the injury, it kind of I don't know refocused me a little bit more to come back and and really focus in on those chances that I was getting and you saw at the back half of the season I started to score so this year it's just the same mentality. Hopefully it doesn't take me a half season to, to start scoring or you know contributing in the attack but you know I'm hoping to to score a few goals again this year for the team. We talk a lot about like the position groups and chemistry within the group. The fullback room here is pretty robust and very talented. What's the relationship with, with you guys, with Brooks, with Ronald, with you and Caleb? Yeah, it, it's a good relationship. I mean we got you know four four good center uh, outside backs. Um, you know it's it's one of those things where everyone's competing for a spot, and you know that the guy compete you're competing with has so much talent. So that just makes you want to play even better, and I think it just raises the level of the group, and you know that raises the level of you know what the team wants to accomplish. This is going into your second full season with Atlanta. Uh, I mean, you're still a relatively young coach at MLS. I mean, what, what's the biggest thing you've learned heading into 2023? Oof, where to start? I think <laughs> I think uh, management is a big part of what I learned uh, last uh, the last season. I think in terms of adapting to different circumstances, whether it's playing away, playing at home, injuries, uh, situations within the team. I think that experience helped me. Uh, but overall, like yeah, management. I, striker conversation. Uh, can you talk about Jackson? I mean, he's a player who's been kind of on that break, kind of between the first team and the high-level player for the twos for the past few seasons. What are his strengths, and, and what does he need to improve upon in order to, to get more minutes and push on this year? Well, uh, I think Jackson is still very young. It seems as he's, he's 25, 26 for the time he's being with Atlanta, but uh, he's still very young. And uh, what I think is, last year we decided almost half the season 
that it was better for him and his progression to to go full time with the, the second team, and then he can be more consistent in the lineups and have inter, uh, he can be more integrated into their system. And he performed well. He actually scored many goals in, in Atlanta too. So uh, we were happy with that. We want him to be evolving in terms of the final product. I mean, number nine is lead by scoring goals, and that's where in the training sessions, actually he's working very hard on that end. He's trying to be uh, that type of killer number nine, and that's where he needs to improve because he has some good attributes, like his size, he's good in the air, something that we like. Uh, he's strong, he's powerful, he can shield the ball well, he can combine actually pretty well. He has a good shooting from distance, um, but obviously he has some other skills that he has to improve. But for me, it's that killer mentality. You have one chance, you have to kill it. There's been an improvement in culture, more positive culture. Um, what steps have you taken in that regard to try to improve that area? Because, you know, it's something that is hard to define but can be very, very important to a team's success. Yes. Um, I was very happy the other day where when uh, groups start to talk about uh, Anton, uh, and uh, he started to say like it was a good reminder of the culture we try to implement here, here being good human beings because he nailed it. They are listening to the message. The message is one to have good people working with you. Uh, how we treat others, how we treat people in the community, how we treat the people that works very hard in this facility to make us all of us shine on the field. How we treat the people, how we are good teammates, how we are cheering for the team and not just waiting for the chance to you know, to be in front of another team on the field, like how you know, all those little details. So, how you create that is trying to create a system, uh, uh, encourage good behaviors on and off the field. Uh, we are trying to be more together. We implement uh, breakfast uh, all together, uh, lunch after drink all together. Uh, we are trying to to have and reward those good behaviors off the field as well. But I think. Uh, Brooks summarized everything very well. We want good human beings to go to the front line. Yeah, we talked about Jackson, but whether it's players from the twos or academy players who have been with you so far, how have they improved the sessions? Yes, they're they're uh, doing well. I think they're trying to cope with a first-team caliber training session, which is not easy when they are 15, 16-year-old. Uh, we brought actually now a very young kid, uh, Aiden Torres, uh, and he struggles with physically, you know, it's, it's, it's normal, we get that, but we're trying to look to other things, their mentality, their approach, are they uh, trying to do everything they can to, to impress the coach in the only action they may have in a, in a small side game. So how they approach those moments, that's what we're looking for. We know they are talented and they're going to develop in the future, but those mental aspects of how they try to do their very best every training session, they're doing well. Uh, Luke Brennan, he's been very good as well. You might see him tomorrow uh, in the second half. He's very young as well, very athletic. Uh, 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 he reminds me a little bit of Ethan Finley at times, you yeah. know, like uh, that type of winger, always willing to run in behind, making those smart runs in behind. And I think he has a good profile to follow up. And then how would you do assess success tomorrow? Just what is, what is a successful day for you tomorrow? Well, injuries, number one, yeah. for, uh, injury free, that's number one. Number two is, is the clean sheet. I think we, we've been working a lot on, on defending and uh, it's uh, yeah, the tactics and the principles that we are putting in, but it's also the mentality and, and just
just sacrifice myself to block any shot that is on ball, trying to have that uh, uh, lethal mentality in both boxes, but starting with our own box. And, and that includes not only uh, defenders, it includes everyone. Uh, and I like what Purata said the other day, we're trying to run everyone to the very top. Everybody has to sacrifice to defend and be ball-sided and, and that type of mentality we want to see. Thanks. Thanks to Noah, Andrew, and Gonzalo for taking the time to chat with the media today. It's always appreciated when we get an opportunity to talk to everybody, players and Gonzalo, to hear kind of what's going on in training and what the team's mindset is getting ready for the upcoming match. Now, look, this one, it's it's a little different than matches that we'll be talking about once we get into the regular season. But there are some key elements that I think you're looking for in this match and Gonzalo Pineda talked about some of these as well. I think you're looking at how the team really builds its foundation. And that's the key in preseason. You're trying to build the foundation for success throughout the season. The final result doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Nobody's going to remember it down the line. I can't remember the scores off the top of my head of the preseason games last year let alone previous seasons. I just It doesn't matter. What matters is how the team plays and how they are executing what Gonzalo and his coaching staff have been implementing up to this point in preseason. And, and I think what you're looking for in this one or listening for, if you're, you're with us on 92.9 The Game tomorrow, is you're looking at how the team defends. Obviously this is a team that gave up goals last year in larger numbers than they're comfortable with. This is a team that also was missing a lot of key defensive players for long stretches, some for almost the entire season, others all at the same time, it felt like, and you've got to build that defensive mindset. You have to build that I think just the the willingness to sacrifice, the willingness to to do what's needed to, and sometimes it's not pretty and sometimes it's not by the book, but do what's needed to keep the ball out of the back of the net. And I really do think, as, as you heard from people today, I really do think having Brad Kazan back in the mix is going to change a lot of the mindset part of it because of who he is and because of how he leads. And that's going to be an impactful re-addition to Atlanta United is Brad Kazan back between the sticks. Um, I think when you're looking in the attacking side of things tomorrow, you're looking for, again, not a ton of goals. I mean, I don't, I don't, it's not about, I want eight goals or I want five goals or I want, it doesn't matter. I want the team to build chemistry and build connection on the field. That's what I'm looking for. I'd rather see, two really good goals from team play than five goals from a combination of set pieces and individual moments or deflections or whatever. It, again, the quantity doesn't matter. It's quality. Can the team from goal kicks, from uh, a shot that's saved or a cross that's caught or, or what have you, recovering possession in the defensive third, can the team move through the zones, 
through the defensive third, into the middle third, into the attacking third with a, a combination of, I think it's not about speed necessarily, but a combination of precision, wanting to connect those passes, looking sharp and doing it, not having needless turnovers in bad spots, really understanding when you can go and when, okay, slow it down, connect the dots. Sometimes you have to go backwards. Sometimes you have to go sideways. These are not bad things. When you have the ball, it's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. When the other team has the ball, bad things can happen. You want possession. But you want to get from the defensive third to the attacking third through the zones and involve different players to build the team up. Because it, it, it's something we talked about in stoppage time. It helps you from multiple layers. It helps you, obviously, in the attack because you get more players involved, more movement. It just creates better chances. But it also helps you defensively because then you're connected and the team is then very tightly compact around the ball because you have the ball in these situations. What happens when you turn it over? You have players close to the ball who can win it back quickly. And that's something Atlanta United will be looking to do. Are they going to press a whole lot tomorrow? They probably won't have a lot of situations to, to be perfectly honest. But how they defend and, and where they pick that intensity to defend and where they recover the ball, look for those elements. Because the further away from goal that Atlanta United is recovering the ball, again, it's twofold. One, you have shorter distance to go to goal yourself. That's a good thing. Two, it probably means you were in possession further away from your own goal, which is a good thing as well. Field position's a real thing in, in soccer, and I know we talk about it in American football a lot, but field position, flipping the field, it's a very important thing. And it's something that I think you're starting to hear talked about more, and you're starting to see maybe more analytics around it and, and how that's defined in our game. I'll leave that to the, the smarter people than me in that regard. But watch that tomorrow in a game like this where you're trying to take different things out of it. Watch the field position battle. Watch where Atlanta has the ball, where they're connecting their passes, but also where they're winning the ball back. And if they're winning the ball back higher up the field, out of their defensive third, that's a good thing. And that, that I think that bodes really, really well for where this team can be. It's game one of preseason. You're you're probably, as you heard from Gonzalo Pineda, you're probably going to see guys for 45 minutes, maybe less in some cases, maybe I doubt a little bit more in other cases, but you never know in these situations. Um, you're looking for about 45 minutes from the different groups that are going to play in, in this one. You're looking for guys to build sharpness. Fitness won't be there. And as you get later in that 45, you, you might see some sloppier play. It's the middle part of the 45s that I think you're looking for the team to look good. And you're looking for the team to look connected. Connected. That's the, the word of the day is going to be connected. Does Atlanta United look connected in how they have the ball and how they win the ball back, how they defend, how they attack, how they defend? Do they look connected? These are some keys. They're looking for in this preseason game against Chattanooga FC. I think also from a, a Chattanooga perspective, watch out for the two youngsters from Dalton High School. 
very cool story with uh, Damian and Fabian Rodriguez. Um, Damian is on a pro contract. He's 20 years old. Fabian is on an amateur contract. He's 18. He just finished at Dalton, uh, lost in the state championship game last year. Uh, great game. I had a chance to call for NFHS. Uh, Damian has won state championships uh, as well as Fabian has earlier in his career. These are two very talented young players, and you're going to see more of these kinds of players from different parts of the state in Georgia start to emerge. And, and in Northwest Georgia, you're going to see guys go through Chattanooga FC. You're going to see guys. Some of them are going to come down to Atlanta. Noah Cobb's a Chattanooga guy, by the way. But you're going to see some of these guys – come through different parts of the state into the professional game. And that's a very exciting thing. I like Rod Underwood, the manager for Chattanooga FC. I like his mentality about the game. I like how he, he sets his teams up to play. They're very early in their preseason here, just like Atlanta United. They're even earlier. I think it'll be more competitive based off the, the quality of the roster than we saw last year in preseason against Georgia Storm and against Georgia Revolution. Those were teams that were really trying to put the pieces together to be able to give Atlanta United a good competition. Chattanooga FC is probably a couple weeks ahead of where they normally would be in preseason preparing for their upcoming year. So they're playing catch up. And they also have guys on trial who are trying to earn professional contracts, which creates a little bit of a, an interesting dynamic in tomorrow's match you're gonna have some guys from from chattanooga or in chattanooga uniforms who are trying to continue their professional careers and they're going to be motivated so you might not have that connection with the chattanooga side but you're gonna have motivation and you're gonna have i think a good level of intensity in this match and that's going to be a, ultimately a good thing for atlanta united as they continue to build they will head to mexico next week they will play Atlante, which is the second division team in Mexico, and they will play Cruz Azul while they are there. Then they will return, face Toluca in the American Family Insurance Cup at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. We'll have that broadcast on Star 94. Mike and I will be doing the TV call for Peachtree TV as well, and you can hear that on Star 94 if you're not able to join us on Peachtree TV. And then one more preseason game in St. Louis. That's a behind closed doors, more scrimmage kind of model. And then it's San Jose in the opener for Atlanta United. It feels like it's way down the road. It's really not. We're talking less than a month at this point. Exciting stuff as we get the 2023 season started for Atlanta United. Season number seven. March to match day will be part of season number seven for Atlanta United. Hopefully before every match day that we broadcast, you'll be able to hear March to match day and you'll be able to see it as well on the 92.9 The Game YouTube page and Facebook page. Thanks for hanging out. Hopefully you join us tomorrow, 2.30 for the Five Stripes Countdown, 3 o'clock kickoff. Full-time report probably start about 5 o'clock or so and go for an hour and then we'll be back next week to talk about it. Atlanta soccer tonight, late, late night on Monday after Hawks Blazers, probably about a 12.30 a.m., maybe 1 a.m. start. Uh, you can, you're, you're free to miss that if you need to. I can't, but you guys are. You can download on the Off the Woodwork podcast section 
of 92.9 The Game. You can listen on the Odyssey app. You can also have it subscribe and have it downloaded to you. You can listen first thing Tuesday. And in stoppage time next week on Wednesday at 2 o'clock on the 92.9 The Game Facebook page and on stoppage time 929 on Twitch. All the soccer content we can muster for you, the 92.9 The Game listeners. Thanks for hanging out. Jason Longshore signing off. Adios, everybody. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.